We're continuing in Simon Ration on Gimel. And last time we spoke about whether or not it's permissible to eat food that was left on a heat source in a way that was usher from before Shabbos. So if one did the Isra of Shehiyah, either Shachach Vishah, you forgot about it, you didn't realize it was usher, or Over Vishah, or you knew that it was not allowed, but you did it anyway. We spoke about the halachic status of that food, and we also mentioned the halacha of a, of a non-Jew doing chazara for you on Shabbos. And we said that even if that's amazing, the non-Jew returns it to the heat source on purpose, uh, and in a way that's not, that's not okay, it would have the same din as shachach v'shah, the same halachic status as if one did shehiyah v'shogeg, which is that if it was fully cooked, even though it's mistamach v'yafalo, you could eat it. If it was not fully cooked, then it would be osir. And now the Ramah continues talking about the case of Yisrael. Yisrael If a Jew did the Isr of Chazorah on Shabbos, then it would have the same status of over Vishal as if you did Shehiyah B'mezid. Let's take a look here at the Mishnah Rur Sukkot and Lamed Hei. Yisrael B'Shabbos, Afilu B'Shogeg. Even if the Chazorah was done B'Shogeg, Dinoka over Vishal B'mezid. It would have the same din as doing Shehiyah B'mezid. And like we said, with Shehiyah B'mezid, as long as it's Mestamek V'yofalo, even though it's Mizbasha Kol Tzarko, you cannot eat that in Shabbos. And that would be the same din with Chazara. So why are we more machmer when it comes to Chazara? To say even B'shogeg, we treat it as Shav, as Over V'shav, where you can't benefit from the food as long as it's Mestamek V'yofalo. The reason we're more machmir when it comes to Chazara than we are with Shehiyah is because you're doing an action on Shabbos. Right? Shehiyah is you, you left it on from before Shabbos, but there's no Maisa on Shabbos. Chazara, since you're doing an action on Shabbos, we're more machmir. The Magan of Ram Paskins that although when it comes to Chazara we say that even Bishoge gets also, that's only for you. But for others, it would be mutter. Because you have two factors. Number one is that it was fully cooked, and number two is Bishoge. So those two things together, says the Magan of Ram, although it's still also for you who did the Chazara, for others it would be mutter. We'll see this halacha is according to the Ramah as well, who paskins like the Yesh Omrim, and that Shehiyah is mutter to leave a pot on the fire as long as it's Macha Bendusoi. When it comes to Chazara, even the Ramah would agree. Because the whole machlok is Chachamim and Chanania, the Rif and the Ramam versus the Rush and the Bali Tosvos, or the Machaber versus the Ramah, that's all regarding Shehiyah. Whether or not you're allowed to leave the pot on the, on the fire, if it's Macha or do you have to make sure it's Mavusha Koltzarko? But when it comes to Chazara, even the Ramah would hold that if it's Mavusha Koltzarko, you still have a problem of Chazara, and that's why when it comes to a Jew doing Chazara B'Isr, even it's Bishogeg, it would be Asr for you. The Ramah seems to hold it's Asr for you and for everyone else. The Magad of Ram is being more mekel, that it's Asr for you, but it's Mutter for others. So that would mean that if you go to someone's house for Shabbos lunch, and they're serving the Cholent, and as they're doing so, they're telling you a story about Friday night, the kids were hungry, so they took off the Cholent pot, and they dished some out, and as they're describing to you the whole story, you realize that they were in violation of Chazara, can you eat the cholent? So according to the Magad of Ram, the answer is, yeah. For them, for the person who did the Isser Chazar, even B'Shogig, there would be a problem. 
but for you, they would be mutter. And the Bir Lacha points out, the only time where Chazara is going to be Aser Bidyevid is if it was done in a way where everyone agrees it was Aser. If this was not the case, then there's no need to be Machmer Bidyevid. And this is a Klal Gadol, a common theme, whenever we speak about a Kenas, about not benefiting from Malacha and Shabbos, and we'll learn more about this in Shin Ches, that's only in a situation where it was clear an Isser was violated. If an action was done, that was a machlokus, whether or not it was usr. So then regarding the kanas, which is derabanan, we say safak derabanan l'kula. So for chazara to be usr, but yeah, it has to be done in a way where everyone agrees there was an isr chazara. The Ramah continues on top, mutter However, if it's mistamik viralo, the, the longer it stays in the fire, the worse it is for the tamshil, then there's no iser bidyevet of the chazara, because you're not getting much hana. Sifkatan lam vav, im stamik viral lo mutter, retzalomar. Afal gam delechadchila aser bechazara, filo im stamik viralo. Even though doing the action of returning the pot to the fire was aser, even if it's mistamik viralo, bidyevet mutter, filo hechser bemezid, shere lo nena klal bidyevet you would still be able to benefit from that chazara because you're not really getting any hana. Now the Mechaber continued and he said, Some say, this is the shita of the Bali Tosus and the Rosh and the Rashi, that as long as the food is cooked like the food of Ben Rusoi, that was the name of a person who did not eat his food fully cooked. As we mentioned, he was always on the run. Or if it was fully cooked, but it's still it would be permissible to leave it on the stove from before Shabbos. Or be mutter even on a tanner, where there's more intense heat. Even if it was heated with gefes and eitzim, the material that turns into coals, there's no concern for shem yechata. And the basic rationale is because it's already edible, so you're not going to uh, to lose yourself and stoke the coals. You, you, you'll leave it be. That's mutter even if it's not garfakatam. The only time we mention garfakatam, or if it was uh, lit with different types of material, the straw or little twigs, that's only if it started to cook from before Shabbos, but it was not yet kamacha so it's not yet edible. Like we mentioned also earlier, it's a machlokus, is that one third or one half cooked? Or if you were to take off the pot on Shabbos and you wanted to return it on Shabbos, then there's a need for garfakatam. You can never return it to an open fire. It has to be covered. So here's the Yesh Omrim, the sheet of the Rush and the Balei Tosvos. Let's take a quick look here at Sifkat and Lamed Zayin. V'yesh Omrim Shekol, Svir Luhu, they're of the opinion. The cave engine is Bashel Sheroi Lechol because it's cooked to the point where you could eat it if you had to, there's no longer concern of coming to stoke the coals. The kevin shiroi lachila lam yechata bechinam. If it's if it's edible, why would you do that? Why would you stoke them for no reason? And that's why it's mutter to leave a food that's kamacha ben in the fire, even if it's not swept or covered. 
only time there's a need for garfakatam is if it's cooked a little bit, but it's not yet or if you're going to do Chazara on Shabbos, the Mechzik Grufa. With Chazara, besides the issue of Shem there's a different issue of Mechzik Mavashal. You're doing an action on Shabbos of placing a pot onto an area that's normally used for cooking. So the way to avoid that would be to have a blech, to have some kind of covering on the fire. But um, in a case where it's already Kamaycha ben there's no Isra of Shehiyah. That's the sheet of the Yesh Omrim, Lamed Ches, Kamaycha ben Yesh Omrim Chatsi Bishul, Yesh Omrim Shlish Bishul. Some say it's a half cooked, some say it's a third cooked. The Shochanach Lakaman Simon Rishon and Dalit Sif Beis saw some Chatsi Bishul. The Shochanach in the next Simon seems to go with the approach that it's a half cooked. But in a situation of where it's oppressing, uh, one could be mekel. Now, how do you determine if it's half cooked, if it's a third cooked? So the Chazanish writes that's based on how long it usually takes to be fully cooked. It's a time issue. If usually it takes an hour for this dish to be mavushal kol tzarko, so then a half an hour is chasi bishul, and 20 minutes would be a third bishul. Sivkat and Oafilu. This is going back to the Mechaber wrote. Um, this is the Ramah, actually. The Ramah said, or even leaving it on a Tanur is mutter as well. We don't make any distinction between a Tanur and a Kira. The only chilik between a Kira and a Tanur is if you have something that on a Kira would be usher if the kira was not garfakatam, then on a tanner, even if it was garfakatam, it would be a problem. Because whenever there's a requirement for garfakatam, we say because the intensity of the heat of a tanner, we view it as if it's not really garf. So that even if you sweep uh, the, the coals to the side, or you cover it with ash because it's so hot, you'll still have those, those sparks of fire, and you're not taking away the issue of shemichata. But when we say something is mutter on a kira even without bashla, because there's no concern of shem yachata because it's already cooked, or at least it's cooked enough, then gam or mutter, it would be mutter even on a tanner. That's the point of the Ramah. Sif katan mem, the Ramah said, al and the same would be true even inside of a tan or inside of a kira. There's no isr of shehiyah once it's kamacha brandusoy. Mem alif velo hegia. So the Mechaber said that the only time there's a need for garifakatim is if they have a food that starts to cook from before Shabbos, but it's not yet kamacha brandusoy. Then we have the concern that you might stoke the coals or the contemporary application, you might raise the flame. If it's lit with gefes and eitzim and it's not garuf, you didn't sweep away the coals. Or the other time you need garuf is if you take off the pot and you want to return on Shabbos. I only come on the sif base. Sif base will be the ikr sif on the isra of Chazorah. The Mechaber continues, If you forgot about the Tavshil, or you didn't realize that there was an Isser Shehiyah, regarding a food that started to cook but was not yet Macha Ben Dusoy, then Aser, it'd be Aser to eat that food on Shabbos, for sure in a case where you left it there, knowing that it was Aser. 
So within this second opinion, it comes out the halachic status of the dish, if it was left in the fire from before Shabbos, assuming it was the special katsas, but not yet kamecha ben is very simple. It doesn't make a difference if it's b'mezid or b'shogeg. It's also, if it was kamecha ben then not only would it be mutter b'dyeve, but it's even mutter l'chadchila. So in contrast to the first opinion, where in order to be mutter l'chadchila, it had to be fully cooked in mitzvah viralo. So there, when we had the discussion of, well, let's say you did the shihiya b'isr, we had a distinction. If it was fully cooked, it was not yet fully cooked. If it was b'mezid, then even fully cooked is a problem. When it comes to this opinion, it's very simple. As long as it was mispashal up to the point of kamacha ben it's mutu l'chadchila. If it was mispashal katsas and it did not get to that point yet, then it's going to be asr but yeah, it doesn't make a difference, shogig or Comes along the Mishnah Berurah, Sifkatin Mem Gimel, Velo Hegia. because if it was Kamaycha ben Nusoy, Ledeyazo, according to this opinion, Mutter Afil Lechadchila, that it's Mutter Yivin Lechadchila. But near to the Indian Diavid, Yesh Lehoros Kamaycha ben Nusoy, Hu Shir Shlish. When it comes to the question of can I use this Bidiavid, if Shahi was done, you could go with the more lenient opinion to assume that Maycha ben Nusoy is a third. Of the cooking, Shirabu Ha'omdim Bishita Zo, Rabbis, there are many opinions that say that is the definition of Kamacha Ben Dusoy. Mem Dalid, Asr, we said if it was not yet Kamacha Ben it wasn't even the third cooked before Shabbos, then you cannot eat it on Shabbos. Hainu Afidullah Cherim Ad Motsoy Shabbos, that means not just for me who did the Shahiyah, but for others as well until Motsoy Shabbos. And whether or not you need to wait also Kadeshiyasa, take a look earlier on at Sifkat and Lamud Beis. Right, so we said before in Lamud Beis, although you brought a Machlokis, it seems that the Iker sheet of the Mishnah Vura is that when it's Bishogeg, then there's no reason to wait Bishogeg. It's Asr for you on Shabbos, but as soon as Shabbos is over, you'd be allowed to, to eat it. If it was Bemezid though, then you would have to wait Kadeshiyasa. Now the question is, the Mangan of Ram quoted before in Sifkan Lamad Hay, who held that it's only Asr Bidiyavid to the person who did the Isser, but it's Mutter to others, would that Heter, the Mangan of Ram, apply to the Yesh Omrim here as well? And the answer is a resounding no. Here the Mangan of Ram would agree 100% with the Ramah, that if it was done, the Shahiya was done, even Bishogeg, it would be Asr to the person who did it and everybody else. Because before it was clear, he was only makel with two conditions. Number one is that it was bishogeg, and number two, that it was mevushal kol tzarko. You need both factors to be makel for others. In this case, though, our whole discussion in the world of the Yesha Omrim is, if it was misbasha katsas, but not yet kamacha ben dusoy, so even bishogeg, it would be asr bidyevet to everybody, because uh, there's a real hana, there's a substantial benefit here. Now the Ramah himself concludes, We are knowing to be mako like the second opinion, like the Yesh Omrim, which is a major, major nafkamina. Now does that mean we're knowing, it's not the best thing to do, but many people do it? Or is this the Ramah's way of telling us, this is the halacha, and this is totally fine to rely on the chadchila, as long as the food is kamacha ben as long as it's a third or hopefully half-cooked before Shabbos, no need for a garf v'katam. So what does the Ramah mean? The Be'er Lacha comes along and says, V'nogu l'hakal k'svarach rona, Ayin beis Yosef sherech harbei be'elu The beis Yosef has a long discussion on these opinions, and he quotes the words of the Rush. The Rush says as follows: Demibnei shi Yisrael adukim be'mitzvas oneg Shabbos, 
because Klal Yisrael is so attached to the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos, of enjoying their Shabbos, and for sure they will not listen to us if we were more machmir. Therefore, let them do it. Let them rely on the Yesh Omri. Mashma says the Bir Lacha, It's only because of this that we don't want to make a Macha. But it sounds like ideally you should conduct yourself like the first Shita, like the Chachamim. And it's clear just in the, the flow of the, the Beis Yosef, here in the Shulchan Aruch and Sif Aleph, he quotes the first Shita as Stam, and then the second one is Yesh Omrim. It's Mashma Gam Kein Daita Notel Hachmir. It sounds like his Iker opinion was to be Machmir. We don't have the, the strength to make a Macha against those who are Mekel. And uh, and the people are knowing, like the Yesh Omrim. And that's what the Ramah means to say. So it's mashma from this Bir Alacha. He says, One should be careful to be knowing, like the first opinion, and make sure it's fully cooked. If you see the things are getting late in Erev Shabbos, or you have guests coming and you're not enough time to uh, to have things fully cooked, then you're allowed to rely on the Yesh Omrim. But it sounds like from the Bir Lacha, although the Ramah says, it's not the ideal. The truth is the Chazonish has a whole different reading of this rush. And the uh, the maskan, the conclusion of the Chazonish is that even the Chadchila, you could rely on the Yesh Omrim, as long as it's Kamach Soy. And that would be mutu l'chadchila to leave it on the fire from before Shabbos. What's interesting to note is that at the very end of Simon Reish Nun Tes, where the Mishnah Bura has a little sikum, he has a summary of the uh, these halachos, very complicated halachos of Shehiyah and Hadmana, Chazara. So when he summarizes the Isr of Shehiyah, he makes no mention of the sheet of the Chachamim. He only quotes the Yesh Amrim, and he just says, as long as it's Kamaychel ben Dusoy, then it's mother to leave it on for me for Shabbos. So it seems that even the Mishnah Berurah held that that was the Iker Medina, but um, if, if one can be Machmir, according to the Bir Lacha, it sounds like one should do so. The Machaber continues, V'cholzeb inyin shehiyah, Sh'akeder Yosheves al kisei shel barzel, this whole discussion, this massive sif up until this point, we're discussing shahia, where it's on top of uh, metal, or it's up on top of stones, but it's not coming in direct contact with the coals. But if you were to have this pot buried in coals from before Shabbos, there everyone would admit that it's Asr. Let's take a look here at the Mishnah Baruch. Sif Katan Memhe Al Kise Shal Barzel Kein Pitput Shal Shalosh Regalim Vagachalim Munachim Tachtav like a small metal stool with three legs with the Gachalim underneath Memvav Hadmana Al Gabi Gachalim. However, if you did Hadmana on Gachalim, there were the pots in direct contact with the coals. As long as the walls of the pot are surrounded by the coals, that's considered hatmana. We're going to learn when it comes to hatmana, bearing a pot in, in a material that adds heat, for, even from before Shabbos, that's aser. 
and it's considered hadmana even if the entire pot is not covered as long as the walls of the pot are that's a violation of hadmana even if it's even fully cooked the mistamik virala was asr like we'll see in Ration on Zion Siv Zion the Ramah comes along and he says, Others say that even if the, the pot is on the fire uh, or in direct contact with the coals, as long as it's not fully covered even on top of the pot, that's not considered hadmana, and that would be mutter v'cheyna minig, and this is the custom. So the Mishnah Buru explains, even if the Kedera is inside of the Tanner and the Tanner is closed, that's not considered Hadmana like we'll see in Reish and Zion, Sivches. Hadmana is only when you actually, you're wrapping the pot or the pot is surrounded with something, but having the pot placed in an oven is not a violation of Hadmana. Sivkoth and Memchas, Shehimagula, as long as it's uncovered on top. Hainu Shein Machasa Lab Begadimilmala, you don't have towels on top of it insulated. Ayin the Kaman, Vishnad Zayin Sivchas. Vishari, the Ramah holds, if it's not fully covered, it's not Hadmana and it's Mutter. Hainu Duhu Rak Bechal Shehia, and the only question would be Shehia. Vishari Benis Basham Bibod Yom Kamacha Bendusoi, and therefore, as long as it's cooked Kamacha Bendusoi, that'd be Mutter. Lefi Mashinago Kisvarachona. As we're knowing, like the second opinion. So, this happens to be a major machlokas, the machaber when it comes to the Isra of Hadmana. Hadmana, in general, we say that if you cover a pot with a material that's Mosef Hevel, that's making it more hot, that's Asr even from before Shabbos, and that's Asr even if it's the Spasha Kolstako Umitz Tamak Viralo. Uh, the question is, what's considered hadmana? What's considered covering the pots? The machaber held, even if the walls of the pot are covered with the coals of the fire, that's a violation of hadmana. And the Ramah is telling us, as long as the top is uncovered, even if the walls are covered, that's not hadmana. And the only concern is shahiya, and therefore, as long as it's kamacha ben dosoi, that would be mutter. One major nafkamina, one major application of this machlokis would be a crockpot. When you have the, the insert that is placed into the the heat source so that heating element is surrounding the entire wall of the of the insert according to the machaber that should be a violation of hatmana although there's nothing on top of the pot but you have the walls covered by the heat source, that's a violation of Hadmana. According to the Ramah, likely he would say that because there's no heat source on top, you don't have any begadim on top, that's Magula, and that would not be usher based on Hadmana. Because of this concern, some people have the custom of taking a rock or making a little ball out of tinfoil and putting it on the bottom between the insert and the heating element to raise up the, the insert. And that way what you're accomplishing is the very bottom is not directly against the, the heat source. And not only the top is also uncovered, but you have part of the, the walls of the insert also uncovered. So that can make it uh, no longer a problem of hadmana, even according to the machaber. Now the Ramah here concludes, Rakshin is harim lenatkan kitzas kodem meshabes mineish kadesh yuchal yisrael lahasiru misham. That even though I hold there's no problem of hadmana if it's not fully covered on top, however you have to make sure to arrange the pot in the coals in a way where even a Jew could take out the pot on Shabbos. You're not going to move the coals around by removing the pot. 
If you did not do so before Shabbos, now you have this pot that's buried in coals on Shabbos. So the Yisrael can't take it himself, because by doing so, you're going to, to move around the coals, which will be doing both Havara and Kibui. Some coals will be reignited, other coals will be extinguished. But you could have a non-Jew do it for you. And if there's no non-Jew readily available, then it would be a mutter for a Jew to remove it from there. However, you should be careful to remove it very gently so you don't move around the coals. The Oz and then even if you were to remove them out a little bit, it's a you're not trying to do Havara Kibui, and that would be Mutter. The Mishnah Bura comes along and explains Sivkatan Nun you want to have a non-Jew do it for you because it's very difficult not to move around the coals when removing the Kedero but if there's no non-Jew around then even a Jew could do it himself and this is a major distinction the only time Yisrael is able to do it himself is if the pot is on top of Gecholim. But if the pot is literally surrounded by coals, then it would be Aser for the Jew to remove it. Because then through removing the pot, you are for sure stoking coals, and that would be Aser. You'd be um, creating more fire with the bottom ones, and you'd be extinguishing the top coals. Even though that's not your Kavana, it's for sure going to happen and we pass in the Sikresha is still us and even to have a non-Jew do it for you somewhere Machmir in this case where it's buried in the coals I am going to run Raba however you could rely on those who are Mekel and have a non-Jew take it out so it comes out here a major distinction between the uh, the Yisrael taking out from the Gechalim and a non-Jew taking out by Yisrael, if it's buried in the Gechalim, and therefore you're for sure doing a Malacha, that makes a lot of sense. It's also, that's a Pesik ratio. Now, is it a Pesik ratio in a Malacha de Rabban or in a Malacha de Raisa? And the answer seems to be both. When you're doing kibui, extinguishing, if it's not for a constructive purpose, is a derbanan. But the havara, the, the reigniting that's taking place by moving around the coals, that would be an iser deraisa. So there's no heter for a Jew to do it. The question is, why is it mutter to have a non-Jew do it for me, Tzarech Shabbos? So the Sharat Seed in the Mem Gimel says, Debe'emes halohu rak p'sikreisha and a even if the malacha objectively is a malacha de raisa, when it's lo when I don't care about this happening, that's an iser de It's the famous machlokas, tosus and the oruch. We pass in like tosus that it's also mid and therefore, it sounds like the Sharetzin is saying the reason why it's mutter to have a non-Jew do it for you is because it's a shvus to shvus. It's a non-Jew doing a malacha derabanan. So we pass it in Shinzai and that a shvus to shvus l'tzaruch mitzvah is okay. Now this is a, makes a lot of sense here, but we'll see this is going to be somewhat problematic. And we're going to learn 
that when a non-Jew does malacha for you, if the malacha is a psikresha, and there are achronim who hold, and this is how the Mishnah Baruch seems to paskin, that that type of malacha is not included in the isr of Amir Lakum. So having a non-Jew, for example, open your refrigerator, knowing full well the light's going to turn on, even if it's a psikresha to nichale, that's not included in, in, in a non-Jew doing malacha for you, and that's a mutter. From this Sharetzian, however, it sounds like that generally having an Andrew do Malacha, that's a Pesik Reisha, is problematic. And it's only Mutter here because it's Lo Nichale and it's Atzarech Shabbos. The Halacha Lamaisa, though, is that we paskin, and we'll see this clearly in uh, Sifkat and Tzadi Tess, that any Malacha that's a Pesik Reisha done by a Nanju is not an issue of a Merlachum, and therefore that's generally how we're, we're knowing Lamaisa. Baruch Hashem, we've concluded Sif Aleph, and we will continue Sif Base tomorrow.